Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Thanks for listening to Danny and Dusty On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Is your heater safe? Why replace it when Service Patriots can restore it? Get their $59 27-point furnished tune-up and safety check, including a free 1-inch filter. They'll also check your AC for free. Go to servicepatriots.com. Danny Meringue. Dusty Bun? Dusty Hera. I've been really busy trying to save the world from Russians and monsters. This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader. (laughs) Of course you have. 1080. I want to hear it. The Fan. Hour number three, Danny and Dusty on this Monday. No Danny, it's Ortner and Dusty. And Jeff Rust is here. Your boy. Our boy. Who we're hollering at. Holla. Oh, no, I want the original. Give me. Come on, hit me with it. What? Holla at your boy? There it is. Yeah. Yeah. Holla at your boy. That's how he started the show. If you missed any of this uh, radio program, you can find it on the Service Patriots podcast at 1080thefan.com or right there in your Odyssey app. Service Patriots, your home comfort solution for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. That's servicepatriots.com slash the fan. You notice anything different that USC did defensively uh, against Oregon? They had uh, Sean Nua, Brian Odom, uh, co-defensive coordinators after firing Alex Grinch last week. Um, you notice uh, the, the the major difference in, in USC's defense? I saw two things. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw they played a lot more base defense. They weren't bringing a lot of blitzes. There weren't a lot of twists, stuff like that. And then uh, second thing I saw is that in the first quarter, they thought it would be better to not cover Troy Franklin and Tez Johnson. Yeah. Well, I think that that's one thing where you can look at. They simplified it for sure. They simplified they, it. They went kiss, and, just like Cowherd. And you, what? Well, Cowherd had a whole thing in his last hour. Oh, keep it I was simple, listening. Stupid. Keep it simple, stupid. Well, what they didn't bring, like, blitzes of five or more, but they brought pressure, man. They were bringing, they, they were dialing it up in certain, like, they were putting their pressure on specific parts of Oregon's offensive line, right? They were trying to overload with they pressure, they but had a matchup, yeah. yeah. And then they were they would go back, but if you were going to bring that pressure, you put your defense on an island, and they did to those corners. And I thought it was a quick adjustment by Oregon mm-hmm. to expose it, but USC's defense just played better because they weren't asked to do as much. Athletes are not the problem at USC. No, it's not skill level. They're it's not. not talent. It's depth, and they were just being asked to do things that they couldn't do. Well, Alex Grinch's defense, it, it just doesn't make sense. If you are not 100% perfect, you mm-hmm. have to have a middle linebacker that is calling that defense that completely understands 
what they are calling, when they need to call it, and how it needs to be called, and how it needs to be communicated to everybody. Yep. If you don't have that brainiac at that middle linebacker spot, you are going to be out of position because you're going out onto the field with two play calls. And you have to read what the offense yep. is doing and then make the play call. And then the way that defense works, because it's that 3-3 stack or it's a hybrid of that type of defense, there is a twist. There is a stunt. There is a man at minimum added into the pressure every single time. And so when you have all these moving parts, it can be hard for an offense to see where it's coming, to diagnose, mm -hmm. and be able to set up a play against it. The other problem is it can be hard for a defense to understand, hey, I now need to come because the line, the lineman, that you know, tight end I was going to cover, he just went in motion to the other side, so now I'm added into the blitz. Or, hey, it's a read stunt, so I'm going to rush hard upfield. If I beat the tackle, then I'm just going to keep going on my yeah. on my read. And if not, I have to dive back underneath. I have to understand, well, now because of the motion, we have to rock and roll our safeties over the top. So now instead of having a flat, I'm in a deep third as a nickel. It's stuff like that. It's too much movement. It's too much to understand. It's too much to figure well, out. And a lot of those twists, they just short up the outside too. Washington gashed SC the week before on the edges. 224 of their 316 yards came outside the tackle and there was just a point of emphasis like funnel it back inside do not get beat outside and Oregon tried to go outside early mm -hmm. it just wasn't there um like it was a week before but I think all of the those simplifications they made it easier for Bonex they made it easier for Bonex to throw for 412 yards 100% and honestly and I, I think what that did was that's what pushed Bo Nix to the front of the Heisman race is that yeah. side by side, you look at the stats and when Bo Nix throws for 412 yards, four touchdowns on 21 of 31, it wasn't like he was seeing anything exotic back there. And Caleb Williams was flustered early when all the people on the West Coast were watching. Mm -hmm. And you look at the raw numbers and people are just going to say side by side, Bo Nix outplayed Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams is still... An incredible quarterback. He's the best quarterback in college football. What he was doing was absolutely stunning to watch mm -hmm. because he had the little hook pass shot that he had on the sideline where, you know, I thought he might have stepped out of bounds. But that when he's scrambling around, he's just like, boop, right over the top. That's Mahomesian stuff. The, the stepping up of the pocket, feeling somebody, feeling that pressure come from behind and knowing that you, you can't do your back shoulders uh, twirly, whirly out. Mm -hmm. He had to go inside and spin. Like He has that presence that you can't teach, you can't coach. You just have it or you don't. And, and he throws like a shortstop, too. He can throw from any arm angle. I'll tell you what, man. There were, uh, there were three throws that he had no business throwing. Like, full stop. Should not have thrown the ball. Mm -hmm. One of them on a fourth down where it was like, he just dotted his receiver, and there was a DB. You can't ask for better coverage. It was just the perfect throw, and then the touchdown to Brendan Rice, where's yeah. the same play back-to-back -back on, on Triquiz Bridges. You can't do anything about that throw, mm -hmm. but his team is not very good, and that is safe to say. Up front, their offensive line is not very good, and the defense got gashed yet again, just not in the way we expected it to. I thought Oregon controlled that game from start to finish, though. I 100% agree. And here's the thing, like, we say, like, they didn't run the same way that UW ran against them off the edges. Bucky still averaged 6.2 yards a carry. Yeah, boy. He ran all over them when he wanted to, and that's a banged-up Bucky Irving. He's got a bad ankle. What I think honestly happened is 
they 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 set themselves up for we are not going to get gashed in the running game. We are going to make Bo Nix throw against us because that is going to put our athletes in the best position to make plays That's because right. they don't have to think. They can just go and try and get the football. Yep. It might set us up for, you know, a tough sledding game, but I was impressed with coach Stein's game plan and attack. Usually he's fast, up tempo. Let's get on the ball. Let's score. We want to go. We want to go. We want to go. Mm-hmm. They did not rush to the ball. They were no. letting the play clock go all the way down to five seconds to make calls. Trusting Bo Nix. Bo threw for four, 12, and four touchdowns. He really probably should have had another <laughs> 60 to 80 yards. I mean, Troy Look, Franklin trips over the turf uh, monster. Turf monster. Two balls hit Tez Johnson right in the face, you know, and then okay. multiple calls got called back because you had illegal formations or you had yep. guys holding. So when you look at this game, as well as Bo played, it could have been even better. And to be honest, I don't think there's ever been a game this year where I think Knicks got outplayed. I think if you go back down through and you look at the stats yeah. and you look at the numbers, the best case scenario is Michael Penix played him to a draw. Mm-hmm. Other than that, Bo has been the best player and the best quarterback in every single situation. And that's not just because he has the best arm talent. It's not because he's out there making the best plays with his feet. It's because he's the smartest quarterback in college football right now. And I don't think that that's an over-exaggeration. You know, I've been telling you... All season long, anybody that'll listen, that one thing that Bo Nix is feasting on as well is he is really good, but the upgrade that they've got in the receiving core yeah. has been tremendous. And the fact that you've had, you know, over the course of this season, three running backs out of the backfield that you can trust and depend on, mm-hmm. right? Because at first it was Bucky and Noah, and then Jordan James is a receiving threat kind of emerging in the wake of Whittington's injury has been a godsend for them because of how many times we see that. he Bo gets, gets criticized for being a checkdown guy. How about the fact that those checkdowns go for big gains? They go for big yards, right? Right. Uh, and then you have the guys that are new, and into the system, whether that's Tez Johnson, Gary Bryant Jr., um, or the guys that are the are the mainstays, and we've seen them just grow and develop. Troy Franklin, Terrence Ferguson. I thought Terrence Ferguson, he's been a different receiving tight end since that Stanford game where he went up in the end zone mm-hmm. and he topped that guy and then gave him the two short. He has been a different receiver since then. And he is a he's a good blocker too. But that group, being able to, we've seen that growth around them, you can't just take Troy Franklin away. You can't just take Tez away. Mm-hmm. They can beat you at every level of the defense, and I think that, that is, that's something that we're seeing a growth over the course of this year. But think of how hard it is to defend when you have to worry about Tez Johnson going deep. You have to worry about Troy Franklin either going deep or the intermediate because he's a phenomenal route runner as well. Right. Like, he is really stinking good. In the short, in the intermediate game, you have Terrence Ferguson and Patrick Herbert, and then you have the running backs in Bucky and Jordan James, where the short and intermediate, you have to defend literally every single level of the field because they've got playmakers there. And Tez, being able to cross the formation and cross the field with his speed, that opens things up so much more. I mm-hmm. mean, it is a it is a threat that it, it's can't really be quantified because you see him streak across the field and go across the formation. The safety having you wonder why like Troy Franklin is always so open. It's because the safety has to move with Tez because right. he's crossing his face, and then right behind him you have Troy Franklin 
and there's nobody there, and he's just so damn fast. They've got speed, but they've also got a heck of a lot of talent on the outside. It's uh, helping Bo. 100%. Well, and like I said, you have the smartest co- uh, quarterback in college football right now. You've seen it all. He goes to the line, and he is unselfish, and when he needs to make a change, whether it's a pass play or a run play, to get yep. his team in the best position to succeed, he has done it time and time again. And the people who want to criticize him for being a checkdown guy – I'll never understand that because what is he supposed to do? Pass up the wide open yeah. guy to throw it into triple coverage? Look, check down criticism, fair for NFL quarterbacks. Fair. It's fair. Because in the NFL, you have to make those Caleb Williams type throws. And like Caleb Williams, we saw he makes those throws, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if Bo can do that consistently. But in, in the NFL, it's the cop out of I don't want to, I either I don't trust myself or I don't have the arm to make that tight window throw. So I check down. That's a fair argument. In college football, no. It, take what the defense gives you mm-hmm. because there is, you're trying to exploit one guy not doing his job in college football. In the NFL, everybody does their damn job or you're terrible at defense or you're fired. Yeah, and you're fired, right? Mm-hmm. So you being criticizing the checkdown guy in the NFL is more than fair. And if you want to say you don't think Bo Nix will be a great NFL quarterback, but more power to you. The one thing that he is, he's a damn good college football quarterback. He's a bodacious college yeah. football quarterback. That's why you pay, get paid minimum wage, man. You don't come up with that stuff. On for free, you know. That's right. That's, That's so why good. they pay me the big bucks. That's I so can good. read a billboard. That's so good. They don't do it like me. No cap. No, I'm wearing a beanie. Sus. That's not what that means. <laughs> that is not what sus means, buddy. No, I think you, you you just creeping around wearing it is pretty sus. That I'm wearing a beanie. Yeah, as you, as, are you as profiling you're just lur- me? As you're lurking around everywhere. Yeah, I'm, I'm not profiling lurking. you. I don't lurk around anywhere. I'm hurt too big to my lurk. feelings. <laughs> yeah, it did. You did hurt my feelings. I'm not a lurker. I'm very well known around these parts uh, as because I get mistaken for Jason. No, you don't. Sure, Jan. <laughs> all right, back to college football. All right, all right. Uh, we had controversy in the Pac-12. It has been resolved. And the person who broke this news, this is mind blowing to me. Next on the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Danny and Dusty on the fan. Just make that 
I remember after uh, Colorado went and got absolutely bludgeoned at UCLA. No, I don't even know if they, that happened. I don't know. What was the score of that game? Uh, I know they lost, but. It wasn't good. They they weren't bludgeoned, but it, it was a two-score game, three-score yeah. game, something like that. Um, yeah, it was 28-16. But um, remember after that game in the Rose Bowl, uh, it, it came out relatively quickly that UCL at the Rose Bowl, Colorado's locker room got raided and stolen. Uh, some stuff was stolen out of there. Well, they have all the cool sunglasses. A and lot of stuff. jewelry was stolen from from players. Thousands of dollars worth of jewelry. All the rollies. Yeah, you know it, it's so. My dad played at Oregon, and uh, he was Ahmad Rashad's back backup. Ooh, I've yeah. heard of him. Yeah, you have. Well aware. Yeah, noted NBA analyst. That's right, Ahmad In, Rashad. Yeah, yeah. Um, he and Summer Saunders. Noted best friend of Michael Jordan. Yeah. Um, Ahmad Rashad would hide his jewelry in my dad's shoes um, because during practice and games, people would break into their locker room and steal stuff out of there. And he told my dad, uh, my dad's like, why do, you, why do you hide your jewelry in my shoes? He's like, because nobody is stealing your shoes. <laughs> <laughs> no one's breaking into old man Harris' locker. Like nobody's taking those. No one would have suspected. No one wants those air monarchs. Yeah, so he was he would he would take his jewelry out, he'd stash it in there. Smart move. Smart man. Smart move. Um, I mean you could get a lock. But Pasadena police have made arrests in this case of the Who Done It of the Lingering. Yeah. And this was broken uh this story was broken by the Coach JB show. Jason Brown. Not that Jason Brown. The head former head coach at Independence Community College uh from the Netflix He's such <laughs> the a Netflix show Last Chance You. Yeah, that Jason Brown. The guy who compared himself to Hitler. Yeah, yeah, he's he was one of those guys that uh yes. Hitler was a good leader. Yeah. Yes. That guy. Yeah. Uh, well, he hosts a show called The Coach JB Show with a Colorado alum named Mac McChesney. And, um, oh, yeah. Big O line guy. Yeah. Was he? Uh, like, he is a I lot of o- a lot of O line guys go and train with him. I'll yeah. take your word for that. Mm-hmm. I'll take your word for that. But, uh, they do their show together and, uh, they said that the suspects that they arrested were UCLA recruits. <laughs> From Beaumont High School, um, down in Southern California, uh, the Beaumont now two players from Beaumont High School have been arrested in connection with the Rose Bowl heist, and um, they're juveniles, so their names are being kept private. But they're saying that two high school kids that were recruits for UCLA went into the locker room of Colorado and stole their jewelry. I get it, kids are dumb, but God, you can't be that dumb. Yeah, like not like not only did you torpedo your chances of going to UCLA, you are now never going to play no. college football, except for maybe for Jason. Jason Brown may recruit you Apparently. to whatever JUCO he's going to be at. Whatever well, Meyer gets a new job. <laughs> 
Maybe yeah. they'll go play for Doug Gottlieb. <laughs> that was yeah. uh, that was good. That's you high level. You there. didn't think I That's had that high one level in my there. bag. Yeah, That's right. You Maybe didn't... if uh, Patrick Reed, right. Patrick Reed, who stole from his own teammates for goodness' sakes at Augusta State. Yeah. Or, yeah. Was it at Augusta? Yeah. He was I'm, at I'm Augusta getting, State. I, I think that's I had Gottlieb. That's all I got for yeah. you. Yeah, I think those the, the it's very narrow where you can go, but they have made arrests. It's two UCLA recruits. And, stupid, and it's so stupid because it's completely derails your recruitment. No one will recruit you. No one wants you around their program. Yeah. It's so weird. Like you can have guys that cheat. You can have guys that are rough around the edges. But the minute that you have someone that steals, they're gone. Yeah. You don't trust those guys in your locker room. The locker room has to be a special place, a safe space, right? Yep. For players, you have to trust that everyone in there, hey, my phone's going to be in there, my wallet's going to be in there. Like You have to trust that guys aren't going to go in there and take it. And when you have guys that have already had these issues and have already stolen, you're never, ever mm, going to trust them. Never. And why would a team invite you out for an official game visit, which is where most of the big offers and stuff like that comes, because they can't trust you. Yeah, they, They're they going to have to have someone there to babysit you the whole time. It yeah. just completely torpedoes any chance of playing at the next level. It's so stupid. Yeah, well, that happened, man. That happened. So, But the shades look cool, though. Yeah. Yeah, those shades do Now look your cool. wrists are ice out, man. Well, maybe that's why Shadur's like, see, this is why I wear my watch on the field. This... I thought it was so he could keep time. <laughs> Three o'clock. What if he said it to the game clock? He's like, and, and Mark. Now. He's sitting out there like, all right, now's the perfect time to tweet out my NIL deal in the middle of this second uh, quarter. All right, 503-864-6326. That's a Vancouver Ford uh, text line. Um, let's, go, let's talk a little NFL because we had something happen this weekend. A streak is over, but another streak continues. First is Rust with Sports Center. This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080, the fan. I like Hootie. This is the only Hootie song I think I know. Really? Yeah, and it's totally because of the the Jimmy Butler commercial. Yeah, really? That's yeah, yeah. You're young man. And I've worked at Darius Rucker concert. I like Darius Rucker's stuff. awesome. He's greatness, dude. Seems like a dude you just want to hang out with. You know, Darius Rucker. Go, yeah, Bruce. He's oh, yeah. he's a nice guy. I did almost kick his wife out of that concert. Oh, what happened? Tell me the story. So I was working front stage down at the Gorge, mm-hmm. and where I'm at, you're not supposed to have people at all. And all of a sudden, I get tapped on the shoulder, and it's uh, these two women, and they're like, can you take a picture of us? And they are back behind, almost climbing up onto the stage. I was like, you can't be here. What are you doing? No, I'm not taking a picture for you. You got to get out. And they're yeah. they looked at me. Yeah, Officer, Officer Ortner. That's right. I'm a narc. And they were like, they pointed at their hip. And on their <laughs> hip, they had this, like, past thing that was yeah. a picture and it was like vip and it was like i don't care that you're vip vip's oh. on the other side yeah like you have to go on the other side and they're like all right don't take a picture of us then whatever and they like just kind of walked away yeah, in your I, face and i was like those older ladies are jerks like screw them oh. like i don't want to deal with them and then uh 20 minutes later they are there is a hey, i'm here with darius rucker it's dj silver and it's on the big 
TV screen there at the gorge. Jerry's like, I brought my family, my wife's here. And I look up and it's like, that is the wife. That is the lady that I kicked out from over here. Yeah. I, I wanted to throw it's a tough her out look, too. dude. That's a tough look. It's not good when uh, you're a long-haired yeah. hippie individual hmm. to be trying to kick out Darius Rucker's wife from Darius Rucker's concert. Yeah. Well, um, you didn't, but I think that's why you had the, that job, and I, I would have been terrible at that job. Because I would have been... good at it. Yeah, well, why did you not, like, hit on them then? Because I'm assuming they were, you know, attractive. Oh, oh they're, they were very attractive. Yeah, the other lady, Randy Hauser's wife. Hold the on. The opener. So wait a minute. They were in a spot they weren't supposed to be. You're just a rules guy. No. You're a big rules guy over I'm not here. a big rules guy. Yeah, they were well, in a obviously spot. you are. They were in a spot that they weren't supposed to be. So I was like, hey, yeah, like, but go you know somewhere what? where you're supposed to be. Like, you should know these rules. They're hot. They get to go wherever they want. Like, them's the rules. Yeah, but they, they're they my mom's age. And I was like operating 19. under that my whole life. I don't know. I was yeah. too busy trying to hit on the... I can do what I want. <laughs> I can do what I want. Jeff Russ, I'm hot. I'm Jeff I'm Russ. Hot. You see this bod? <laughs> You see this I was, beard? I was too busy trying to flirt, peel. flirt with the MSUB uh, soccer team. That was my issue. The what? Montana State Billings soccer team? Montana State University Billings soccer team. That's right. GNAC Power. Where's this coming from? Were they, they also were, they working were, they security? Were, no, no, they were front row. Oh, they were front, they were front row. row. Yeah. All right. They were right there. Look, man, I... I was getting paid the big bucks. Your priorities I, were out of whack at that time. I was time. trying to protect Darius. I didn't know that he didn't yeah. need protecting from his wife. Yeah, well, he might. I don't want to. Don't assume. That's true. <laughs> Let's not assume. That's true. They were just in a spot they weren't supposed to be, and I didn't want my boss to come yell at me. I'd like the job. It was a fun job. But your boss knew the rules? My boss, I think my boss was busy getting beat up in the pit. I think that's what was happening. There's a mosh pit at? Darius yeah. Rucker concerts at Watershed. Yeah, there is a mosh pit up front. <laughs> Hold on, and he was in the mosh pit. There How was a fight. How does that go during Darius? Like, is it during like when he's singing Wagon Wheel? They're just like, yeah, let's rage. They actually get There's nothing about Darius Rucker music that makes you want to rage. That, well, but remember, if anything, it makes you want to get mellow. It's like he's got like a little bit of a stoner vibe to you. Who's to his him. clientele though? It is a country music festival. All people are doing are pounding Bud Light margaritas and Michelob Ultras. And they're out there getting rowdy. Two guys are yelling at each other. My boss goes out into the sea of people and is like, hey, you guys need to stop pushing each other. They decide we should team up oh. with Galactic Forces and beat the crap out of this dude who's working security. And I looked over, saw that, was like, do I get involved? There are these two uh, middle-aged women trying to break into the Darius Rucker concert. There you go. I'm going to go handle business over here. <laughs> you took the lesser of two evils. Look at now. Oh, he got he got beat up. Now I'm questioning whether or not you're soft now because you didn't want to get mean? in there. That's well, what was, every old lineman I knew. They were like, was I'm being go. a jerk. <laughs> he was being a jerk. He had moved me from my spot next to the Montana State Billings girls. Over to where the middle-aged women were, so he could get beat up. I still up. don't That's see the problem issue. here. I still don't see the problem. Well, they are more in your age range. My age range was the soccer players. <sighs> All right, I'm not mad. I'm just kind of disappointed in you, Will. Uh, Do you see the Chargers lost yesterday? They did. Yeah, not by enough though. <laughs> of course, BigWillBets.com. Um, no, push. forty-one to thirty-eight, man. Forty-one thirty-eight. They gave up a forty spot. To the Detroit 
Lions. They got ran all over by Gibbs and Montgomery. Do you want to know the stat out of that game that is mind-numbing? Since Justin Herbert was drafted and made his debut in 2020, the Chargers have lost 13 games by three points or less. But but Justin Herbert's the problem. <laughs> He's putting up a historic then, amount of points. There are some games. There are some games where it, Herbert does not play well, and it is his fault. But there's a lot of these forty-one thirty-eight in the National Football League, not Pac-12 after dark. The no. National Football League, where they're losing these games. No, and you have a defensive-minded head coach, and you don't stop anybody. It's not when you look at the LA Chargers, Herbert is not the problem. He has games where he's not the best. Is he in that tier one QB? No, he's probably not, but he's probably two or three in that tier two QB rankings, right? He is a good quarterback. He's a top 10 quarterback. Yeah. He's good. Oh my goodness. Can we get a defensive coach over there that can finally get someone to stop one team? Just one. No, I don't know. And like, if there wasn't enough to to move on from Brandon Staley before. I think it's here now. And Brandon Staley's a good dude. He's a, a good defensive coordinator. He's not a good head coach. Mm. And look, it, it has run its course, but they need a change, and they need to change in a big way because the offense isn't the problem. Kellen Moore in that offense are humming, but the offense wasn't the problem before either. Um, last year, it was more so. Uh, you had some issues, but look, Stop me if you've heard this before. Their receivers are getting banged up. They have depth issues the mid and late year, and they get derailed because their defense hemorrhages points despite having talent at every single level of it. And not just like, hey, no, they should be better than this. No, they have elite players at every level of the defense. Like, tell me, you are an elite defense if you have a Derwin James, a Khalil Mack, and a, a, a Joey Bosa on your team. You, right. you are. You should be. And that those aren't even and then you also you have like Asante Samuel Jr. on the outside. Like they should be absolutely suffocating on defense, but they're not. No, they're they're not at all. But ah, the thing that's frustrating about too. it is God, it's not like this big glaring thing. It every single week it's something new. Mm-hmm. Like, oh now they can't stop the run. Yep. Now their corners are getting burned. Now there's miscommunication. You just you gotta chop the head off the snake here. Yep. Um and then we had a streak end. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, his uh, streak of consecutive games with the touchdown ends at 17 games in a row. And he was quite blunt with his assessment of his performance. Did, did you do some lobbying to get back out there for the uh, potential? Oh, yeah, I suck. Everyone else on the team scored. Except <laughs> for me. No, I, that you know means a lot to me for them to keep me in at the end of the game there and try to give me that record. But hey, I'll take I'll take a huge win. I love that. Um, if you missed it, the Niners absolutely dismantled the Jags, ending their winning streak at five, thirty-four to three, and ending a three-game losing streak by the 49ers. But Christian McCaffrey did not get it in the end zone. It's the first time in 17 consecutive games that he did not score a touchdown. Um, he is incredible, and I actually appreciated the fact that. They got back in with the game well in hand. They get down and they get inside the red zone, and they tried to get him that touchdown to keep the streak going. Yeah. I, like it was, uh, they got inside the the ten yard line. They put him back in because they wanted the streak to keep going. But 
it, he tied the record most consecutive games. He did not break it and does not stand alone. Yeah, I mean, uh, DraftKings, they tweeted out today, if you rolled over a touchdown, uh, your bet of $100 for the last 18 weeks on Christian McCaffrey, you would now have $0. That is very true. Yeah. Yeah, what mm. would it have been before that, though? Five, five million? What? It was four or five million. Damn. Yeah, it was in. If you bet a hundred dollars and you just kept rolling it, rolling it, rolling it, it was it was around the four million mark. Hmm. Um, I respect it, and I also think that that's a way to get other future free agents as well. When you have a player that is going for an individual award, it is the team, the team, the team, especially in football. Yeah. But when you have a head coach like Shanahan that says, "I will set aside the team to help one of my guys get a goal or reach something, reach an individual mm-hmm. achievement." That could be a nice little recruiting pitch when you have a free agent or someone who's thinking about leaving your team and being like, hey, dude, I am a player's coach. I will fight for you. I like the look. All right. 503-864-6326. Don't drop the ball. Next on The Fan. On the Odyssey app and 1080, the fan. All right, putting a bow on this Monday afternoon in the wake of a football palooza. What a great week. I feel like there's so much leftover football, too. I love football season. It's all football, dude. Lay. We we have to celebrate it right now because we Um, only have two more weeks where it's full mm. college football and NFL. Boy, you ain't lying. That's right. You have to celebrate. Glass half full, not half empty. That's right. Um, now, one thing that we do need to talk about, we but we talked we actually went off the rails and we did talk Utah, Washington. Um, in Washington, hey, grind it out, advance. Survive in advance. Played right a physical now. team that's a bad matchup for them. They won that damn game. They're ten and zero, man. They are ten and zero. But Alfonso Tuputala, man. Alfonso Tuputala. How many times do we need to see this before it stops? And this one may be one of the more egregious ones. He wasn't even close. We've had Deshaun Jackson. We've had uh, Kalen Clay against Oregon uh, from Utah, of all schools. And now we have Alfonso Tuputala, who, I mean, he gets that ball and... He is heading the other way, and it was he intercepted Bryson Barnes, and he starts running the other way, and it is walk in no doubter touchdown, except for on the three yard line, the three yard line, he dro- he started the process of dropping the ball, like usually your forward momentum, like Kalen Clay right against Oregon. He, he His momentum, he dropped it on the goal line and it rolled into the end zone when Joe Walker scooped it up and went the other way yeah. for six. Mm-hmm. This didn't even make it. The ball never made it to the end zone. It like made it to the end and then rolled right back to the one. Like It was nowhere close, man. It wasn't anywhere near there. And then the other part that's so funny is he had like six teammates that are running right behind him and none of them were like, hey, yeah. maybe that ball didn't get into the ends. I'll never understand it. Muhammad Saad, the cornerback, number one, and he was from the opposite side of the field. And when 52 was just like trucking along and the offensive lineman who fell on it, um, that was like, that was such a smart play by him. That's an lineman. Yeah, oh yeah. And you look, you would like him to not be in the shadow of his own end zone because guess what? This is this is the good thing about Washington. This is what great teams do, though. Tala has that that flub. What do they do the next play? 
they get a safety. Safety. And a great, like, it wasn't barely a safety. You had three Huskies that dominated their one-on-one matchups yep. and were in there untouched. Yep. I mean, that is, that right there, that's what great teams do, and that's what Washington did. And I don't think people are talking about that nearly enough. Like, hey, they made up for it. Nate, when you're there slacking the rope, great teams pull it tight again. And that's exactly what Washington did. But that's a tough one, man. That is a very tough one. Just run all the way through the end zone, all the way out the back of the end zone, and then drop the ball on the ground. All Everyone right. will still think well, you're sweet. I forget this one, too. Uh, also, Chad Johnson did it. Remember in the Fiesta? Oh, no, you won't remember because you were like I don't remember fan. the. I don't remember the Fiesta. I yeah. remember both of Deshaun Jackson's. Yeah. The one against the Cowboys and then the one where he does the flip. I remember those. Yeah. You know what is kind of sad about all those? All those memorable ones? They're Pac-12 guys. <laughs> Yeah, shoot. Is there any other division or conference okay. in college football where guys just throw the ball on the ground for no reason? Uh, not, apparently not. Parents, Pac-12 thing. Will, Pac-12. thank you so much, man, for, for hanging out with me today. Thanks for uh, we'll me. be back tomorrow. Danny is day-to-day. Up next, four hours of power. Primetime with Isaac Zook on the fan. America, holla at your boy. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one. They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.